0: Welcome back to another episode of Gamer Wars. Uh, this is for the week of June 11th. Uh, we're all four here tonight. Same panel as usual. Uh, we're here to cover all the E3 highlights from this week. But before we get to that, we want to do a quick wrap-up well, first it's, you might want to introduce everyone.
1: Yeah, Trey. No, I was I'm
0: gonna get to that. <laughs> Give me a minute. In case you skipped I'm over the say,
1: hour
2: and thirty eight minute podcast from week one. <laughs> putting out,
0: okay. Amateur <laughs> hour. I'm putting out the layout and then I'm gonna say for this discussion, we have
2: James Wagner.
0: Nathan the name. Trent, Trent. Brent Brett Altmiller. Alright, guys. So what we're gonna get to first, <laughs> we're gonna cover all of our uh, leavings from last week. We had a quick discussion about Ant Man last week. Uh, well, I can't say quick; wasn't necessarily very uh, concise. But regardless, <laughs> nothing about last week was concise. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we just wanted to cover quickly uh, what was left over. Um, Ant Man has a new director, new lead writer. Uh, it's Adam McKay, I believe. And Adam, Adam McKay is the writer. He's he's rewriting the script. Yes. Yeah, and
1: then Peyton Reed is the director.
0: Yeah. Now, what um, refresh memory? Peyton
1: Reed is was the director of Bring It On, and Yes Man with Jim Carrey. That's right. The original
3: Bring It On?
0: That's right. Yes, or Bring it on again. the
1: original.
3: <laughs> <laughs> probably, I don't know, Who the fuck cares if it was a cheerleading oh, man? Kirsten Dunst, why uh, uh, is the douche coup? Uh,
2: Bring It, it On Penny
0: was a real like, Okay. Bring It On was fantastic. <laughs> yes! Three out of the four people at this table uh, will recognize that. I had sisters, uh,
3: so I watched it. <laughs> and I that was you alone in my room. Oh, yeah, I remember. Uh, <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> Elijah, Elijah Dushku was pretty hot in that movie. she is in pretty much everything. She's so in.
0: hot. Okay, so any quick thoughts about the the new slated director writer?
1: Not really anybody. I believe Peyton Reed is a um, last resort. Um, the movie's going to get made. Ant Man's going to be in Avengers Chapter Two: uh, Rise of Ultron. But I don't think there's going to be much stock put into it. I
0: think this is just kind of like let's get this over with. But if they were, I mean, if they were treating it that way, why would they get another writer? Why would they need to do another treatment on the script? So if it was just something where they wanted to shove it out, just to get get
1: a team together, like because you don't want to bring someone into something they don't know. So hey, let's get a team together. We'll package Peyton Reed, Adam McKay. They'll they'll be that team, and then they can go forward together. Rather than, hey, new guy, I need you to come in three years into the production and and direct this script you know not much about. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of just my thoughts yeah. on it. So
3: they're
2: like giving it a whole
1: new life. Well,
3: it's got Restart. Marvel in the title. It's it's gonna it's gonna
0: sell. Yeah, I mean, Marvel's pretty much the golden touch right now. I think I'm, just to put a quick button on it. Uh, I think if they're gonna bring somebody like Adam McKay in, I don't think he's going to enter into a project unless he feels like he has the full confidence of the studio behind him. And due to that, I, I still have reasonably high expectations for it, but nowhere near where they were when Edgar Wright was attached. So that's, uh, that's our wrap up for our Ant-Man conversation. Um, last week we were discussing uh, each other's favorite trailers, but uh, due to the terrible memory of the entire table, <laughs> none of us could really think of anything off the top of our heads, me included, of course. I was probably the worst uh, culprit with that. But just to kick things off, uh, the first one that I thought of once we wrapped up the podcast, uh, Sin City. The first time that I saw that trailer reveal and I saw um, how... Dedicated Robert Rodriguez was to the source material in in terms of the aesthetic and just the the kind of mood of the entire thing. How he he didn't let go of that that noir feel. I don't that, think I ever saw the trailer for oh, it. I've never so. seen the trailer. Oh, Sin City was boy. fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. All that, I heard was it,
2: Jessica uh, Alba shaking those so th- oh, th- yeah.
0: Think about think about having read all the source material and being so hyped up for it, but having no idea how they were going to handle it. And then you see a thirty-second trailer of just really quick edits of you know like here's Marv, uh, here's Clive Owen's character, here's Jessica, Abel, here's all these characters. They even showed they even showed the yellow bastard. They showed everyone in that first trailer, and it absolutely blew my mind. So that's that's my contribution right there. Nate, um,
1: just finishing Orange is the New Black. Fuck Clive Owen. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> Spoilers. What? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Clive on
1: one's the killer. Cool. Cool. I'm on episode two. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's not a spoiler. Just you'll get it when you finish it. Crazy? Um, eyes? My <laughs> I thought about it and trailers are so subjective. It's just it's its own work of art outside of the work of art. It's like we talked about last week. It's it's to draw your attention and I when I thought about what was one of the most memorable trailers. I thought of things like Cloverfield and J.J. J. Abrams and the way he uses, um, mystery to intrigue. Um, but then I thought about it, and my favorite trailer, when you think of it that way, art outside of art, is probably the Social Network. Social Network, probably one of my top five movies. Um, all time? All time. Really? Wow. And when I, last week, <laughs> last week I said, uh, that top five, top tens are just bullshit lists. Lists are full of shit. Uh, and that, that that's true here. I have a shit ton of movies that I like I like, but I would say the social network social networks up there. But the the trailer with the, the cover of creep with mm-hmm. the you know the, the choir quiet. and yeah. you know you you that's a fantastic trailer. you weren't getting any information of the trailer but mm-hmm. or of the movie, but it was just like this is a damn good trailer. So that's just that were my thoughts. It
0: really set an effective tone for it. It was good. That was a great trailer. James, can you think of anything off the top of your head? Uh,
1: not
2: Dumb and Dumber 2. Uh, we need to... We, well, <laughs> if,
1: if we're going to rule things <laughs> out, <laughs> we could be here all night. <laughs> we should have started this podcast by just noting, fuck Dumb and Dumber 2. No, I'll
2: it's going to be great, but that trailer was terrible. <laughs> I'll see it. Yeah, we can go together.
1: You guys have fun. As
2: a group. Anyway, so... Uh, all I'll, of us. Oh, buy the popcorn.
1: Without cutting anything down, what did... Oh, just one? Yeah.
2: Uh, Dark Knight Rises.
1: That was a good one. That was a good trailer, yeah. Pretty Shit.
2: much all Christopher Nolan, for, really, for me. Yeah. yeah.
1: like And when you talk about Christopher Nolan, Interstellar,
0: wow. Like, yeah. Just like, gee, whoo. Like, what is going on? the trailers on? that I've seen lately, uh, that one is phenomenal.
3: I'm going to piggyback
0: off James.
1: <laughs> um, well,
3: man. I was going to... You kind of you, talked about it
0: last week. About everybody, sh-
3: everybody should know that I'm a huge Batman fan. And usually, when something new, when I know something new from Batman's coming out, I will go on a massive Batman and Pargo. I won't watch anything related to the product. Um, that said, I'm going to go with Batman Begins. Um, mm. I had no clue that was a Batman movie until probably halfway through. The tra- I'm actually watching the trailer right now. Um, <laughs> I had, I had, I forgot what movie that it was that it, that it was in front of. But I remember watching this movie, like, what the hell is this? I mean, this guy's walking through the mountain and stuff, and <sighs> oh shit, it's Batman.
1: Like. And it had been so long since we got a Batman anything that was just it. like,
3: holy fuck. I was on board for that. Like, I mean, this, the second that trailer was over, I I was into it. Um, and then from that point, I didn't watch anything else about it. So, um, <laughs> yeah, Batman Begins.
0: I mean, you have to think about what Nolan had done up to that point. And how he was just such an out of left field pick for that. That was a, a well, he, Marvel style pick. Well, he was the guy
3: for the longest time,
0: though. I mean, he had done he had done Memento, Memento and Memento had did. given him a lot of momentum. And uh, yeah, <laughs> hey, 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 give me that. a that <laughs> that was, that was Play on words. Anyway, um, but it was just yeah, that that was not a conventional pick. And that trailer definitely, yeah, uh, it really, it, it gave me an idea of the the direction that they were going to go with the series from then on, and it was very because you knew that
1: Nolan was a dark guy,
0: yeah, very refreshing.
3: Oh yeah, you can tell that, in, I mean, in pretty much all of his movies, even Inception. And Inception wasn't, in, I mean, on the outside, it wasn't really a dark movie, but got into it. Yeah, it was. Kind of dark. It was super depressing. Yeah, it was
1: very depressing. What was the magic one? Was it The Prestige or was it the oh, other uh, one? Uh, yeah, otherwise yeah,
0: known know. as probably his best movie, yeah, the, prestige. the Prestige. Yes, that movie is amazing. What was the other
1: magic movie that came out of the same time? The Illusionist. I prefer The Illusionist. I, With, uh, the Illusionist I, would prestige. Uh,
0: I would prefer you go in a dumpster <laughs> and sleep for that night. I can make the tree grow
1: out of nothing. <laughs> um, but he did. And, I mean, if we want to segue, can we think of any, like video game trailers that just caught our eye video game trailers are usually a little bit of gameplay we talk about uh you know slice and things like that but you can usually tell when those that's happening there
0: the the vertical slice is a a very a very modern idea a very modern framework that came about because of conventions and things like that especially you know they they had that tv coverage they knew that they had a very limited time frame to be able to put forth whatever they were going to present um but if i just you know had to to kind of look at it from a broad perspective and think just game reveals in general um my per, my personal favorite was uh, you, you know we talked a little bit before the podcast about this and it, i can never get it out of my mind i used to go to the same kroger For years as a child, and I remember I would always go back to the magazine section as soon as I got there with my mom, and I would look at whatever video game magazines were there, and more than likely, every single time, it was GamePro and EGM, Electronic Gaming Monthly. Back then, it went by the full title. Um, but when I saw- a lot of time back then. <laughs> yes. We're just, we're just damn, damn full. <laughs> like, no, we're not. Yeah. Yeah, we didn't get acronyms for everything yet. Um, <laughs> Well, there was no texting yet at that point. Oh, dear God. Yeah. Are we can go into a 45-minute uh, conversation. About uh, that? yeah. I'm way too old-timey. <laughs> um, <laughs> but the, the Electronic Gaming Monthly that revealed Final Fantasy VII and showed the first screenshots of it had the, the first just little tidbits of information about the plot, character names, and things like that, and the fact that it was gonna be on the PlayStation instead of a Nintendo platform. It was right. gonna have all this CGI and everything, and I remember seeing the screenshots of the CGI, and my tiny little mind at the time was completely and utterly blown. I could not believe what I was seeing. You know, I had just got a, gotten a PlayStation not long before that. And everything that I had played up to that point was so far beyond what I had seen from the last generation. But there wasn't really that touchstone yet to show, like, this is how far they're going to push it. Not just in terms of graphics, but story, the, the scope of, of the story and everything. It was just... It was crazy, and that that is by far my favorite game reveal. Mine
3: was, it's got to be Zelda. 2004. <laughs> Twilight <laughs> Princess.
1: I, I'm going to keep going You're back gonna to you got to mention this every episode. <laughs> every week. Well, <laughs> 2004.
3: Dude, I, I just... I, I, it's, I, it's your trailer. I, I, can't, I can't think of anything better than that. I mean, they play that massive trailer. I mean, coming off of The Wind Waker, I mean, Wind Waker was super cartoony, and then they get to the really gritty, so, I mean, sort of the... Majora's Mask, Ocarina of Time sort of deal. They play the trailer, and then Link... You know, he puts the, the, the sword in his back, and then Shigeru Miyamoto comes out, and he, he's he got the, the sword and the shield, and the freaking crowd goes wild. Oh, you, I just... I, I can't think of anything better than that.
0: That was the return the form that Zelda fans wanted. Exactly. At the time. That's why it was it was received the way that it was. And
3: Twilight yeah. Princess, I mean it got a few delays and all that stuff, and then eventually got ported to the Wii and uh but Twilight Princess was a phenomenal game and wound up delivering on that, but that initial what, trailer
1: what system wasn't initially on. <laughs> GameCube. Game GameCube, GameCube.
3: Yeah, and then it got a um got I
1: couldn't a, think of what was before the Wii, even though I, I was a big, big fan of the GameCube. <laughs> the uh <laughs>
3: The game wound up getting, it got ported to the Wii. It was a launch title for Wii. Yeah. And it was actually mirrored versus yeah, the GameCube yeah. version. Well, GameCube, everything's left handed, isn't yeah, it? Yep. Yeah. Link's traditionally left handed. And the GameCube, or I'm sorry, in the uh, Wii version, he was right handed because most people are right handed. Yeah. Um, to go
1: with the Nunchuck. K Nunchuck. Yeah. Mm. Sellouts. So, Dave, well, what was your most memorable game trailer?
2: <laughs> I, I don't have a game trailer for this because I stopped being excited about them a long time
0: ago. <laughs> <laughs> Jaden. That's that's what seeing them on a loop at GameStop will do. <laughs> but,
2: but before I started working for a game company <clears throat> and uh, seeing trailers 24-7, I was... Used
1: I to, like how you said game company. It's, like, respectable. Yeah, <laughs> <Like, laughs> I, I saw games. I listen to Gamer Wars. Game, game Corporation. They've got a game corporation. <laughs> <laughs> Let's
2: but before that, I used to read and the first What's that like? reveal article, <laughs> <laughs> it's, quite, it's quite informative, <laughs> was like a 12 page spread, and I think it was GamePro on the first Assassin's Creed. And they were talking about that game for
3: years before
0: yeah, it came out. Yeah, on. they were. And yeah. it,
2: yeah. And it was, I, little kid boners every day. Didn't when it? Was what, P-
0: it was PS3 exclusive did, <laughs> at, at first, remember? Yeah. Yeah. Did, what was the project? Didn't it have a project name? I thought oh, I had God. a project I,
3: I can't remember. I'm going to look that up right now. Red Star Resident,
0: Wikipedia.
1: <laughs> uh, Billy Wiki. Um, I remember I remember the Assassin's Creed reveal trailer. Le- project Legacy? Pro- there
0: you go. Project Legacy. That's what it, maybe? I don't know. It was
2: Project Rip. No, no, that no was that's, that, that's guy's guy Facebook.
0: Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I thought it was just called Prince of Persia before it was called <laughs> Assassin's Creed. Oh, boy.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, I remember the the Assassin's Creed reveal trailer, and it was like, wow, you know, it was on this seven hundred dollar system that no one owned. Um, you know, you got to play it over at your cousin's house, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm kind of, as you know from this this podcast, I'm, I lean towards casual gaming, and I'm kind of a mark. I'm getting and there. I would say that my most memorable, like I can't pull it out of my mind True. if I wanted to, is and, you know, prepare for the laugh track is No Mercy. That that reveal trailer for No Mercy <laughs> on network television. We did the build-up of um, World Tour and mm-hmm. um, WrestleMania 2000. THQ and AKI. There was AKI. Yeah.
3: yeah, Could do no wrong.
1: Yeah, could do no wrong. And then it was like, I've been waiting for the trailer. And it was before the internet was in my hand. It was like, I had to wait for these kind of things. And when I finally saw it, it felt random and it felt perfectly timed. And I shit my little pants. I was <laughs> I played that game for years, dude. It, I I my cartridge finally
3: died around 2010.
1: I don't remember it being the best of the three games, or I mean, there was more than three games, but the, you know the the mainstream WCW and WO the uh, four, World Tour WCW and WO Revenge uh, uh, WrestleMania 2000 and No Mercy. I thought it was maybe the weakest game, but it was like I'd been waiting for that trailer for so long, and then. You, you know, I'm going to start marking out the Dudley Boys with the table and the 3 di I don't... Yeah. I, this isn't a wrestling podcast, and I don't want to get into that. I just, but this is a, this is a video game podcast. The Ladder Match, dude. The Ladder Match, you know, just, like, oh. things that I'd never seen before. In a video game. In a video game, being revealed. And it was just... It was like... Like, I cannot wait. I remember me... I paid it off. I had a job, so I paid it off fairly quickly. But I had a friend. Um, He... He got $2 a day in lunch money, and he would would not eat lunch. He would, you know, from that trailer, he was putting that $2 a day to GameStop or Electronics Boutique or whatever it was called back then. Is that Rhino? Yeah. Uh, um, Towards the game. So so that would be my most memorable um, game trailer. Yeah, that's...
0: uh that's definitely a good one. I mean, with that, that much of a foundation already underneath them, it, it's hard not to get hyped by something like that, especially if you're, you're already a wrestling fan. Um, but those are, uh, those are harkening back to our baby days. So present day, we're all big boys. We're all adults. Uh, wow. E3 is still kind of, uh, in its prime heat right now, but we've seen, all the big conferences. I, I, I mentioned wrestling one time, and this is going to be a wrestling podcast. Now, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> if we need to do a wrestling podcast, so we, we'll we'll find some way to integrate it. We don't it's, have enough time, time for that. Yeah, we don't oh know. dear God! Tony um, so Three still in its prime, still still has that heat. Yeah, yeah. It's still uh, it's still going full force. That Harlem heat <laughs> <laughs> night, 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 night coming for you, ho. <laughs> oh boy. Anyways. Um, We've seen all the big trailers, all the big reveals. Um, we're going to go around the table, and everybody's going to throw out a couple games that caught their eye or the two that they're maybe looking forward to the most uh, that maybe might convince them to get another system other than the one that they already own. Uh, we'll go so, ahead and speaking we'll Speaking start... of
3: that, we should probably tell everybody that James and I have switched consoles. There's been a trade. <laughs> There's been a trade. <laughs> It's before the trade deadline as
0: well, so Guys, no so, penalty. Just so you know, Adam Schefter didn't tweet this out. We got the <laughs> scoop on this one.
3: Yeah, um, James and I switched systems. I gave him my PlayStation 4. Uh, I got his Wii U and um, I've, you know, a couple other games. Uh, Mario Kart. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's kind of a precursor to um, a little bit of the excitement that I have. So so we'll start with b- James. B-
1: Be forewarned. <laughs> yeah,
3: let's go with James.
2: Nintendo's back in me. the right hands.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so we'll start with you, Jay. Me? Oh. Two moments, two games. Ooh,
2: no Man's Sky is my number one. Yes.
0: My... Yes. Yes. Uh,
2: yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> you son of a bitch, uh, you stole just, one just, of mine. Just, uh, if
2: you haven't seen that's that, one of mine too. you need to go get your orange grass and your blue trees and go, go to town. Um, yeah, it's just an open world, explorative game. Where you can fly from outer space. You start on your own fucking planet. You get your own. Yeah. And then everyone
0: has a So planet. it's just
1: Katamari. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: Katamari with <Google>. spaceships. <laughs> this is one of his cousins.
2: Ah, <laughs> uh, so that. And then the real system seller, I would say, would be the Master Chief collection for Xbox One, since I don't have one of those anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Four games. Master Chief games and the. All original. unlocked,
1: so you don't have to play a yeah. game in order. You can just play anything you want. Yeah, they, playlists. I was like. But they, if you just wanted to play yeah. 1, 2, 3, 4, plus they're bringing back um, multiplayer in its original form yeah. with dedicated servers, so. Halo 2 yeah. engine. Because I remember, wasn't it not too long ago, and Brett, you can help me out with this one, that they got rid of the Halo 2 multiplayer and everyone was <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: shitting themselves. Well, there were people that were actually leaving their Xboxes on because it wouldn't kick them off the server. <laughs> there, there were people that actually killed their Xboxes for Halo 2. And, and uh, For yeah. that, I, I mean, I've got to I got applaud them for that.
1: I mean, that's fairly recent, though. That's after, a couple years ago. After would, they
2: shut that down, I bought Halo 2 for PC, so I could keep playing it,
1: because they had those servers
2: still open. Yeah, the Xbox... And then they shut those was down
0: And didn't you need... A specific version of Windows to be able to play that multiplayer. Yeah, you're Still. supposed to
2: have Vista. Vista. That's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> but I had I had seven Ultimate, so it worked. Halo uh, two coming. Up.
3: Halo two coming back is. I mean, I'd say for non Halo fans, that's probably not a big deal. But for us Halo two guys, that is. I mean, we're talking about them. a huge deal. Halo two was basically the game that got me into online gaming, um, or even just I mean, online multiplayer. You know what I yeah. mean? Just. We're at the stuff. We're at
1: the age where we used to, you know, people like us, and I'm talking about you, Brett, it wasn't really me, but I would sit around and link systems and be oh, yeah. in separate rooms and I, hang out for days. Every... I-
2: Gathering of our friends and birthday parties, was a fucking LAN party with Xbox. Yes. I
1: remember distinctly. And then, we then had... they were like, "Hey, how do we fix this Xbox Live?" Like, <laughs> we, <laughs> oh, we want to have, we want to have PlayStation Network. We want to have Nintendo Online. If it wasn't for Halo, exactly. I mean, I we, know, would we wouldn't even have an Xbox that.
0: without Halo. Yeah. Well, not to mention, I mean, just Halo itself was such an innovator in terms of just gaming in a broad sense. You know, you you have to think about just the first-person shooter genre and how much Halo as a franchise has influenced almost every game that came after it. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, whether you're a Halo guy or not, there is no denying that. Okay. One thing that I thought was super cool about that collection, um, and I'm sorry, I had kind of checked out for a second. I don't know if you totally referenced it, but how even the physics from the multiplayer that were unique to those games are still going to stay in yeah. there. Yeah.
3: Well there were so many yeah. glitches that I mean, they weren't like game breaking glitches or whatever. But what? No.
2: They were, if you they can
3: were get com- up on top of that they, they were completely game breaking. Where you break out the glass and you're just like mm-hmm. a lot a lot of them were just, <laughs> just playing fun. And, he, um, and they
1: said that they're still gonna be there. And that's yeah.
3: and that's that's great. Three four three with Halo, I mean I know Bungie was probably burnt out on what they were doing. Um you no, know, same thing with Insomniac and Ratchet and Clank, that kind of sure. stuff. But we'll get into that stuff later. But with three, four, three, and Halo, I mean, they are—you can definitely tell how much love they have for the series, and you know, not just going forward, but going backwards as well. Um, this Master Chief Collection—it's huge, not just for Halo fans, but for three, four, three. I don't see—I don't—I don't see them messing anything up with this. I mean, everything's there in its entirety, and that's phenomenal. I'm saving for it now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, i i I had no interest in Xbox One until this E3. Yeah. Um, now I do. I will. I mean, it's yeah. I, I've got i I've got a lot of interest in Xbox One. Well,
2: let's jump into you then. Yeah, that was my oh, second most so well on the
3: forum. I'm gonna throw a a little bit of a curveball out here. I was gonna say Yoshi. I'll probably talk about that a little bit later, but I'm going to say Sunset Overdrive. How that's, that's, great did Sunset Overdrive I think that that's look? across the board. It looks like Tony Hawk yeah. with guns. It, well, and when the trailer it first won. started, we, <laughs> before this e 3 we'd never seen gameplay. Yeah. yeah. When that trailer first started, I was like, God, God damn it. Well, it's another dude bro shooter. An okay And then he kicks in the door, and oh my God. Consider,
0: uh, considering Insomniac's reputation with the... Uh, parallel between their trailers and their actual games oh yeah there's really not a lot of space between there no. they, they're they tend to be very similar to the trailers that they well and that
3: was that i wouldn't even say that was technically a trailer i mean they attach gameplay footage to oh that. sure sure um, and that well, was a, I, I meant what
0: we saw prior right right
3: right yeah. that was the perfect marriage of two of my all-time favorite series ratchet and clank and resistance mm-hmm. um i'm a massive resistance guy as far as first is
1: resistance, first- a fun game. Resistance is oh, very it, fun. I took it it's, as like a serious. You no, know, like, it's very. Shoot-emote. It's got a tone of serious. It,
3: it's very serious, um, uh, and then, you know, there's an overlaying story to it and all that. But as far as like the guns and all that, but it knows how to have fun. Insomniac is one of those uh, developers that just they go all out with the weaponry, mm-hmm. and it's not just like you know regular assault rifles and stuff. I mean, they um, do they have a needler? like the the hedgehog grenade. Is is a grenade that goes out and it just sends spikes everywhere. Mm. Like all their guns are just ridiculously over the top. Um, same thing with Ratchet and Clank, and
0: that's yeah. got the you know the sense of humor and all that stuff. Um, I think unique and easy to play. Oh, are yeah, two definitely. are two kind of like key trademarks to throw in for Insomniac games. Most definitely, like that's their thing. And yeah.
1: I think I think when you you said No No Man's Sky, yeah, um, I think. There was probably, everyone was kind of thinking that. And when you say Sunset Overdrive, after the Z3, definitely everyone was thinking that. My only problem with Sunset Overdrive was beforehand, and it was my own fault. I kind of got burnt out with um, Lollipop Chainsaw. And when I was reading the reviews, it kind of felt like they were going for Lollipop Chainsaw. And and I was like, I don't know, I'll hold out my my uh, my thoughts. And then that trailer
0: was like, holy crap, yeah. this is this is gonna be fun, definitely. You you have to look at it this way. Lollipop Chainsaw, because James Gunn spearheaded that, at least the writing of it, yeah. that was kind of like tongue in cheek from a cynical <laughs> point of view. Whereas this is tongue in cheek from an idealist point of view. They're coming from at it, you know, from the same kind of you know the same area but just you know tweaking it a little yeah um, i
1: think one of my problems with chainsaw or lollipop chainsaw or whatever it was called was it felt like a james gunn buffy ripoff yeah and that's and sure. I was like i i can turn on my netflix and watch every single episode <laughs> of buffy right that's, this second
3: i loved lollipop chainsaw yeah. i loved
1: everything about it um, i just thought it wore on me I love that there was
2: a talking head attached to it. Waste <laughs>
1: the whole game. It <laughs> had its moments. I don't want to say like I'm not trying to shit on it. it just
0: it just wasn't my cup of tea. Back to Sunset Overdrive though, real quick. I, I think one of the the key things that really put so much focus on it was up to that point you had the the. You know, palette problem that tends to plague. Brown almost, a yes, browns and grays and all these shooters and just plain old white dudes wearing tactical gear and, and blah, no blah, blah, women. blah. It's the same goddamn thing over and over and over again. And it was so refreshing Mm -hmm. to see this just extremely colorful game with men, women, all these different, you know, genders, colors, and everything, and just everybody blasting the shit out of each other, and it looked so much fun. Like, that was such... I mean, like it's like you're walking in the desert, dying of starvation, and then you see a King's Feast with mead and all these drinks in front of you, and you're like, please, <laughs> God,
1: thank you. This is definitely the game. It, it took two
0: episodes for mead to come out. <laughs>
3: <laughs> if, if Microsoft is known as a shooter console, this is definitely the breath of fresh air that Microsoft, Insomniac, and gamers all need. Um, I, I, thought, I hope Sunset Overdrive does so well. I, I thought I it have, was
1: interesting and in such a... And we've become such a shooter culture, such a first-person shooter culture. Call of Duty, um, Battlefield. Battlefield. Well, don't don't bear the lead. I'm getting to that. Oh, I forgot that. Was no. that Battlefield was like, hey, it doesn't need to be the army. It can be cop versus robbers. It can be. <laughs> it can be this. It can be this massive shooting game in a totally different setting.
3: That just looks like Bad Company Three to me. But I digress.
1: I have a theory on that. Go ahead. Um,
2: Grand Theft Auto has promised people heist in the online mode for over a year now. Oh, which is why I bought it, and then it never came. Yeah. And I Battlefield 4 Beta Live right now, you can go fucking have a heist mission. <laughs> and I did it for like three hours today, and it was awesome.
3: Did you do that on PS4 or yeah. On PC? Yeah. PS4. Sweet. <laughs> well, wasn't
0: that Beta exclusive? I played Mario PS4. Kart.
3: Yeah. Well, I know it's on mm-hmm. PC, too. So what's
0: your second, Brett?
3: Oh I, oh, I thought we were going around the table. The um,
0: I... No. I know what a second is. So I, it. I could have called it before I even
3: looked at your computer. Everybody knows it's Zelda, but I will talk Everybody about. Everybody knows it's Zelda. You know, I to <laughs> talk. I'll talk about that That's later. <laughs> <of a second. laughs> I'll talk about that later. I'm going to talk about Yoshi's Woolly World because probably nobody else is going to talk about it.
1: No, uh, you are incorrect. Were you going to talk about Yoshi? I, I, yes, I am. I'm well, gonna, then we can talk about it. Together. I'm going to talk about all things Nintendo.
3: Super Mario World 2: Yoshi's Island is probably. Okay. I wouldn't say probably. It is my favorite 2D Mario game.
1: It's a great game.
3: It is a phenomenal game. And, it you know, it did so many different things when it came out. Um, and then they followed that up with Yoshi's Story, and that was kind of meh. You know what I mean? Fast forward to this. I mean, they did Kirby's Epic Yarn. These are the same guys that did that. You know, that was okay. It was a little bit easy. But Wooly World just looks...
0: It, it just looks so great. It's fucking yarn Yoshi, dude. It's
3: yarn Yoshi.
1: It's Yarn Yoshi. Yarn like, Yoshi.
0: I I like who what? who the hell doesn't? If somebody doesn't love that, then you need to go straight. What to hell, I appreciate because you don't belong in a world of happiness. I'm
1: getting <laughs> drunk off the smell of James' screwdrivers, guys. Um, <laughs> um, I I like their explanation of it. That this wasn't this wasn't a Mario game. Where it was, you have to get to the flag within a certain amount of time, mm-hmm. and you get your thing, you find you find your extras in between that time set. This is a real laid back game. Yep. It's just going to be, I, I never played Kirby's Epic Yarn. It was the
3: same sort of premise, he turned into different things. Yeah. So he didn't, um, you know, Kirby's, he sucks. Yeah. That's I mean, Kirby's thing. Um, Dude, yeah.
0: After Epic Yarn, I can't say that.
3: No, I, you,
1: no 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 i'm mean, I a mean, son of a bitch my <laughs> oh my god um, you, uh, you got him my god. I
0: mean, you got <laughs> him <laughs> um,
3: <laughs> with epic yarn kirby didn't do that that wasn't his traditional thing but you were you're i mean you're right it was a very laid-back game but yoshi's island was the same way so was yoshi's story there was no set time limit go in and do what you got to do go have a smile have some fun relax yeah Play some fucking Yoshi. <laughs> you said like a
0: grandpa that yeah. just invited me into his candy store. <laughs> Check right. out my metal signs on the Have hall. some fun. Here's a Is it my candy
3: there. store that's also my white van with black No, out. I mean blacked a real candy knows. store.
0: Hey, You're ruining Willy the, Wonka for no everyone. It's still real to me. <laughs> um, the back of his face.
3: No, that's, uh, Nate, save us from
1: this. Nate, save us. Well, um, <laughs> well, what I wanted to say, and if I can piggyback off that a little bit... You can piggyback um, all day. Uh, can we change the name of the show to piggyback? Hell yeah. Or fanboying. I really like that, too. That was a good one. We're oh, going yeah. to put it up to a vote. So uh, email us at wiener at... ClownPenis.com. It's GamerWarsCast at gmail.com. Thank I you, Yoshi. Yoshi. <laughs> um, is... Um, if I can piggyback off what you said, yes, um, I loved everything about the Nintendo E3, every single part to the from the beginning. You you saw me sitting there in the audience, going, "You're just gonna give us another Mario game." That was me. That was you. That was me. Although I don't think you really know what Mother Three is. <laughs> yes.
3: Mother 3. He hates that.
1: Isn't 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 the Mother series that... that That's Earthbound. Earthbound, yeah, yeah. with the weird translation. So uh, I was actually reading
3: on Kotaku earlier that somebody actually had the balls to ask him about Mother 3. <laughs> and that
1: that game legitimately sets Reg, Reggie Feeds Me off. Um, but I loved everything about it that Nintendo could say, yeah, you hate us, but this is what we do. And, you know, we are going to give you another first-party game. Um... That's what we do. Get over it. Right. Uh, and then they started presenting their games, and it was Yoshi, and it was um, Bayonetta Two looked crazy. And the fact that you get the first game with it is was maybe my argument against Nintendo or, last week. But I but I love that. that you probably didn't play Bayonetta. Bayonetta. We want
3: you to play Bayonetta Two. We weren't sure if we were going to get that either. Like that was like had, people bug the shit out of Hideki Kamiya uh, Kami- yeah. on Twitter on that, and he's a dick anyway. <laughs> but he, uh, his response to that was always, Ask Nintendo, Ask Nintendo, Ask Nintendo. Bro. And then,
1: you know, we got Xenoblade 10, and, you know, things, or Chronicles 10, or whatever it was called, and, uh, but then, you know, the Yoshi thing came up, and the, the you know, Mr. Toad's Treasure Adventure, and, uh, <laughs> Captain, things, Toad. uh Captain Toad. <laughs> Captain Toad. Captain uh, Toad! which is a phenomenal minigame. And here's the thing. This is the point I want to make is, is, I said this on Twitter yesterday. You, you might think I hate Nintendo, and I joked about it. Um, I don't hate Nintendo. I love Nintendo. They make great games. They make great first-party games, but I'm not investing in Nintendo to play those first-party games. I love Mario Kart. I love Mario World. I love Yoshi games. I love... They're some of my favorite games. I just... I'm not investing in Nintendo. And a way for them to get me to invest in them is to drop the gamepad to give me a Wii U 32 gigabytes for $200. Are we getting
3: to the into this now?
1: Uh, is you, this where we're going? If we like, if you'd like to.
3: Um, We've got the time. Okay. <laughs> I don't... Going forward, especially with the games they have coming out now, I think the gamepad is essential to what they're doing. I don't think they're going to drop that anytime soon. You might see a slimmer one, but you're not going to ever see it without the gamepad. Um, with games like Captain Toad, um, which...
1: But but a lot they, of people they, they are, are. They are developing that.
3: No one else is. Well that's and that's a point that I made on Twitter yesterday. I mean, you're not gonna get a lot of third party games for this. I mean you got Devil's Third, which is Which um, looks good.
1: Some Japanese guy?
3: Yeah, I, I can't pronounce his name. Um, Bayonetta, that kind of stuff. I'm proud of but us for not
1: making that racist. The
3: uh, <laughs> the point that I made on Twitter and I I think this is gonna be my point going forward. You're not going to see a lot of third parties on there, but you are going to see Nintendo doing a lot of different things with the IPs they currently have.
1: And that's what Nintendo needs to do. Which is
3: what they're doing.
1: I mean, that's where you got... They got to give up on the thought that EA and Ubisoft, or Ubisoft, I can't talk...
3: Which that pisses me. I'm glad you brought up Ubisoft on that. Uh, They're actually sitting on, like, finished Wii U games, and they're waiting for people to buy the system in order to release it. Um... Yeah, piggybacking that on top, piggyback uh, on top of the Assassin's Creed thing with you know they didn't want to do the women in that that, game. Was it Unity?
0: Yeah, they they didn't want to
3: do that because it would take too much time. They said there was going to be all this extra development
0: time, and they said it would take two like the the Assassin's Creed three mocap and mocap director and graphic designer and like. He did it for Naughty Dog and like all these companies he said, two days max.
3: That's the epitome them. of laziness. Yeah, but my point is, you'll. S- I think you are going to see Nintendo doing a lot of crazy things with the stuff that they have. I think, and I think you know what, and, and like I said with on the last of Wars, um, you are not going to see them selling one hundred million copies of or one hundred million systems. Well, here is
1: the thing: is they need to come out and say we don't expect to sell one hundred million. Uh, we use we. I don't think they're ever going to admit that. No, no one would. But that needs to be the tone of the conversation. We we've kind of given up on third parties, but in giving up on third parties, we're going to go even harder on first parties. Well, do
3: you remember GameCube? Right, GameCube didn't sell very well. I think it sold like twenty five million systems. Yeah, but that had you might some have of the been even less than that. That when the Xbox was the same way. Just PS2 crushed everything, but. My point is, um, GameCube had some of the craziest games. That's I mean, true. Super Mario Sunshine. He had a backpack, dude. Compared you know, to some like, of the
0: stuff that came out for PS2, it does not. I'm really not. I'm not. Them. I'm not comparing. PS2, the PS2 had though. some completely insane shit. D- tell me anything on GameCube that compares to Mr. Mesquite. I was going to that Mr. is <laughs> the most insane <laughs> game. I've I'm not ever trying to get this into a
3: into a system no, versus system, sure. system or, Uh but what what I'm saying is with um, with Wii U and all that. Go back, I mean, I, I think this is similar, more to the I mean, the GameCube days. You're going to see a lot of crazy stuff coming out. I mean, Billy Hatcher and the Giant Egg. Does anybody remember that? Yeah. I mean,
1: Sega- well, here's the thing about the Nintendo GameCube was I don't. And and maybe maybe it's all in me. Maybe it's all in me. I knew that that wasn't going to stand up to the PlayStation. All the GameCubes are inside of you and are inside of me. <laughs> they were pretty small. They could fit. Yeah, <laughs> it's a lunchbox. Uh, lunchboxes. Um, Maybe, maybe, maybe the perspective's all within me. Where I knew the GameCube wasn't going to compete with the PlayStation Two, which at that point was just winning. Um, See, and I, I didn't care back then. As far as and it, maybe that's what it was too. I was too young to to know the business of it all. With the rise of the internet, to be a know, smart fan, fans. that's Some when thing. people yeah. start comparing to or, or that's
3: with the rise of the internet, you start paying attention more to that stuff. There's more I, information
0: available. A lot more information. It's not, it's not so gated like it was before.
3: And I think a lot of people are basing their purchases off of what other people
0: are buying. Oh, because you want to be with the winter. there you I mean, be- there, there's a little bit of that, so much of it because there, there's not that social aspect that there was before. You have to think before Nintendo, a lot of their current strategy is still couched in what they did before with mm-hmm. couch co-op and things like that. Yeah. Whereas all of these other companies, you know, Sony and Microsoft are are putting so much faith into just online communities, you know, whether it's Sony really, you know, getting entrenched in the free-to-play market and more MMOs. I thought I thought that was lame. It, it kind of was at the time. No, but, no, but, the but free saying, to play. But yeah, trailer yeah, that's what the, I'm saying. But, but I'm saying like that shows it's that like, they're, oh, they're putting a the tre- iTunes store now. They're <laughs> putting a tremendous <laughs> amount of weight behind that. Yeah. That's the thing. No, and that's dude. You have to like the stuff that they're talking about with free to play is not. I, I can play. It's not the I, on dude, my it's Vita? not the iTunes Store. Like we're Two is a legitimately big release. Yeah. Like these are big companies making these games. Warframe is Warframe is another one. huge. a lot of people like that. It's, it's, it's one of those things where it's, they see this is the future. Not just a mobile gaming. Like, it's gonna be a huge thing. It's a huge thing on PC right now. Like, this is a market that they wanna get into. They want to have that little pocket of their own on consoles. Because, well, because it's already existing yeah. in other markets. It's what, just In consoles, it doesn't really have a big presence. What I thought was
1: lame was that <clears throat> they didn't want to take the time to explain it to you. Oh, sure. They wanted to take sure. two minutes to say, look
0: at all these free-to-play yeah. games. Guys, on Sony, free-to-play means... Free to play. Uh, it's the little. A, you know, we fucking get it, man. Yeah, but then the asterisk... Uh, yeah, yeah little yeah, like, like,
1: disclaimer on the <laughs> bottom of the entire time. You may have to pay for stuff. <laughs>
0: yeah, guys, guys. Let's just be honest. With you. You're gonna have to pay for shit. It's, <laughs> it's gonna suck otherwise. Oh, but that's, and, and while we
1: talk uh, about why we talk about microtransactions, and that's the way games are nowadays. Uh, I think that's complete bullshit. Uh, yeah. game,
3: well, uh, and you think that's complete bullshit. A lot of people love it. I will say, though, that I'm the type of guy. No, no. And even with I DL- it. I even, hate it. Even with DLC, I'm the type of guy that if, if it's not including that $60 package, I'm probably not going to buy yeah. it. But this is also coming from the guy that just, well, w- when WWE 2K14 came out, I dropped like 20 bucks on the season pass. So I can play as fucking Michael Cole and <laughs> well,
1: uh, the Ultimate Warrior. Well, well, here's the thing. <laughs> Uh, get that racist chopping! <laughs> you gotta, you gotta play. You gotta blame Halo for that because Halo. You don't have to blame. No, no, to blame no, no, blame not, Call, Halo, Call not Halo. Call of Duty. Well, not Halo per se, but you got to take it all the way back to Genesis. If we're talking about the the Bible of the Sonic uh, and Knuckles, it's, it's yeah, exactly. Um, but <laughs> well, without, I mean, without too, Halo, yeah. there's no there's no Xbox Live. Without Xbox Live, there's no PlayStation Network. Nintendo store, you're not being able, you can't play Mario Brothers 3 on your Wii U for E-ep- 99 cents. Epic,
0: Epic was the first company to really get into that. But someone along the way. It was, it way, was Epic and id. Epic did it with the Unreal, Unreal Tournament. That, yeah. that was the first company to really dig their heels in with, uh, you know, smaller paid additional content. Well, that's the thing they, is,
1: but, but s- it started somewhere and then somewhere along the way, someone said, Let's do this for every fucking. Let's thing. do this for yeah. everything because this but is how we draw money out of people, it, and it, it works.
0: It's it's extended profit. Yeah. Well, That's what it is. It's, you're it's a way to it. get people to pay ninety dollars for a game and not well, and, admit and that it's a ninety dollars. game. You're extending you know the know life I mean? of that game. You can sure. have that shit come out in six months, and yeah, you might have had those those initial investors, those people that dropped that twenty when they bought the game. Yeah, but then when you release that content in six months, and if it gets positive feedback. Sure. Then you're gonna have a shitload more people saying, "Okay, well, yeah, I was gonna wait on this, but uh, now I need." But
1: is there anything to be said about like, if we can go back to No Mercy? No Mercy had tons and tons of unlockable characters and outfits and modes and this, that, and the other yeah. that you had to that extended the life of the game because you had to play and. And that's that's a good argument. I mean, that,
0: that's just a rift between the old generation and yeah. the current generation. Well, I,
3: I look I at mean, Mario Kart. I mean, now I I would pay for tracks on that game, it, and it really depends game for game on that. And I'm not going to knock sure. people that buy DLC, but if I mean, if there were tracks coming out for the game, I'd be all over it. But if I had to pay you know two dollars to play as Rosalina on that game, yeah. I would be really really mad. <laughs> Thankfully, there's a good roster of characters on there, but. To, I,
1: I would pay for tracks for that game. So did we all get two except for me? I've got one more. You haven't gone at all. I haven't gone
0: at all. Thank I love you me, very much. I love you to start the Nintendo <laughs> shit. No. <laughs> well, one thing I, I I didn't, you know, you guys were, were pretty into it, so I didn't really get to say anything. And I mean, I, I'm not wanting to start a fire again. But my thing with Nintendo and the game pads is I just wish that they would have waited to make a system a little more powerful so that it could compute two game pads simultaneously. For sure. That that's my only well, there, issue. Are, there are and games I, I where feel you like if, on the
1: play on the on the gamepad. I mean, they announced that, and I don't remember what it was. It was um, no. What I'm saying is two people,
0: two use two tablets. I think that I is see. coming,
3: and that is one of the issues that but I. But
0: that you you have to think about how much the connect bogs down the Xbox One. Think about how much two gamepads would bog down the Wii. U. That's true. I will say they, they pretty much said they're never gonna do that.
1: On the other side of the extre- on the other extreme, Xbox One allows up to eight controllers. I don't know eight people, let alone eight people who but own it. controllers Xbox.
3: are gonna bog it down. Now Connect drew a lot of power for yeah. that system. Now I, I I get what Trent's saying with the with yeah. the way the gamepad is and it's required for some games. I'm gonna be perfectly required? honest. Required? Required oh, yeah. for some games. Uh, there are certain level like Like Super- Zombie U. Zombie U definitely <laughs> requires it. Um, there are certain levels in Super Mario 3D World where you have to use the microphone to, like, blow some stuff away or whatever.
1: Yeah, but we're um, getting to the... Uh, didn't Sony just pack something where you could use your actual cell phone as your microphone? Like, you hooked up via
3: Bluetooth? Sony?
1: Yeah. I don't know about Sony that. or Microsoft? There is a
3: PlayStation app for the... Uh, uh, and then you can control yeah certain things with it. Yeah. Like, it has, like, the, the triangle just square like circle. Xbox like Smart Glass? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I will say, I since getting James his Wii U, I have used the gamepad probably twice. Yeah, um, yeah, but the then again, sucks. mostly I've been playing Mario Kart, and I I can use different control setups for that. I've been using the Pro Controller, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's a strength and a weakness of the Wii U. Is it? It's got so many control systems and it's, that's awesome but it also has so many goddamn control systems yeah. and I hate having all that stuff around
0: and that you I, have to pay I think, for it I think yeah, that they really underestimated the they, yeah. they really <laughs> underestimated people's familiarity with those types of game pads. because they offered it but they didn't have it as a showcase mm-hmm. they, they, they had the gamepad as the showcase and that's something it's another controller to get used to and it's something that has the tablet in the middle and everything like it, it's just an it's not necessarily that it's an awkward design, but for somebody looking at it with fresh eyes, that, is, that's an entirely new thing to have to get used to. Instead of this Xbox 360 controller that has become so comfortable to me over the years, and now, God damn it, Nintendo, now you got this weird fucking thing. I got to get used to this. I will
3: say it but, looks weird, but it feels so goddamn. Oh, I've
0: held it, and um, it, it's not uncomfortable by any no, means. It, I, I'm, I'm more. I lean more towards the PS4 controller for just next-gen consoles, period, because it's so goddamn comfortable. There is, like,
3: going from, like, Mario Kart and stuff, I I let my son play with it today, and I'm not going to let him use the gamepad. So (laughs) I, he uses the Pro, I normally use the Pro controller for that game. So I give him the Pro controller, I use the gamepad, there is a little bit of a difference there. Going, I mean, just because it's so bulky, the back triggers are a little bit bigger. Um, sticks are. Well, it's, just, too, it's, just no, st- it's just it's just a different. Sticks are the same; design. they're just wider apart. But yeah. I've been using the Pro Controller so much with Mario Kart that my hands are used to this certain setup. I've got my one finger here for the for the weapons, and I, I can I can jump
1: and all that stuff, and I'm just used to it. All right, guys. Okay, let's so. cut the Nintendo talk because we can talk about everything. Give me your two. Your your two. Yes, uh, please, Trent. Okay.
0: E threes. Um, my uh, my one. Um, what was it called. Uh, What's it called? Zelda uh, must have made a good impression no, 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 no. It on was the Austin Wintry. Oh, <laughs> oh goddamn! It's got such a weird name, and it it's so hard for me to remember. I'll we'll get to that in a second. Uh, my first go. one, Abzu. Abzu oh. is my first one. They sh- they showed probably if I had to guess a thirty to forty five second trailer, d- just smack dab in the middle of the Sony press conference, and it's something that just like completely walloped me. I'm watching it, and of course it's Sony. So there's this this tremendous variety of games. You know the—that's one thing that you have come to expect from Sony. You're not just going to get shooters. You're not just going to get like Nintendo. You know, for for good or ill, they they tend to focus primarily on first party stuff, and it tends to have a lot of the same tone. But Sony, you get everything from uh, little big, little big. Oh my oh. goodness, little big planet three, which has my heart, guys. Uh, it's so wonderful. Um, but you get everything from that to battlefield to I, I mean just all across the spectrum to the crew or whatever the hell it was, um, but Abzu so varied. I I see it and all, what I see originally I'm like is this sea man what the hell is is this sea man and I start C-Man? to freak out and then I'm like wait a minute and don't you I say a word about sea man it's C-Man. It's, a, it's this man in scuba gear and they they're not giving you any idea whatsoever about the gameplay. They're not saying you're wandering around like Echo the Dolphin. They're not saying any anything at all. All that they show is this man wandering, like swimming with blue whales and all these things. I mean, it's so beautiful and atmospheric and everything. And then you hear the music, and the music is just next level. Uh, the composer for the soundtrack is Austin Wintery, who's done the soundtracks for Journey, Flow, Monaco, the Banner Saga, just all these games that when you hear the music, it just takes you to an entirely other place. Oh, I and saw that. And it's so wonderful. And you, I, I, for anyone that hasn't like placed that thread through all those games, he is that guy. And just the simple fact that he is scoring this game is enough to get me interested.
3: Has anyone told Octodad <coughs> that they're using their symbol? <laughs> <laughs> He's just a regular guy.
0: <laughs> But, um, that, that game has really, that's hooked me. I, I want, I really want to see what they do with that. Um, this looks really peaceful. Oh, it's so serene. It's unbelievable. I've got the trailer
3: up, guys. (laughs) I, I, I I had to, I had to know what he was talking about. If you
1: can't see what's going on, Brett has the trailer up, (laughs) and I am currently taking my shirt off. Uh, this there it is. It's now on the floor. There's the whale. <laughs> this <laughs> kind of <look>, hey.
3: <laughs> this kind of looks like the opposite version of that tech dome. The tech where they were showing for Morpheus with the shark in the cage. Did you guys ever see that? Yeah. The shark was attacking yeah. the cage, and
0: see that's the thing. This trailer is the opposite. same without the music. I'm telling you. Well,
1: I know the well, music. You need that wintry. in. Is that. just <laughs> wonderful. <laughs> okay, um, so what's your number two?
0: My number two, and this, I mean, I did not even it is when I two. saw this trailer, I completely like I cheered out loud. I am so, so hyped for this game. Zelda? Far Cry four. Oh yeah. Dude. Oh my God. Like what what you saw from the Ubisoft conference was the tiniest taste? It was like a heroin dealer, just like you know. I'm gonna shoot you one time, you little <laughs> pinky toe. We'll see how you feel about this. And the next day, he comes with a giant balloon. It's like take it all. And that was the Sony conference. It Was like ah. give me all that needle right in my arm. I didn't. And it know. was it was a genuine gameplay trailer. And oh my god, is that the one with the elephants? And oh dude, and we're like. The, the, uh, Jeep starts to go off the, the side of the mountain and he, and just he, go out the he flies suit, right? out and it says, uh, activate wingsuit and you just start flying. And I was like, oh my god. So I, glad I
2: wore my wingsuit. Yeah. <laughs> that was
0: some, that was the one part from three that I'm like, why in the hell didn't you put this in everything? Like the, every game needs an activate wingsuit button. I don't care what it is. Any game, give me a wingsuit. But that that one game, and I hope they learn their lesson from the last one in terms of making the most interesting villain the main villain. Troy yeah. Baker this time around, did you know that? No, I do. Troy not Baker. Know that. Troy Baker has signed on. Of to be course, the it's goddamn Troy Baker. Oh, I love him. He's Everything
3: is Troy Baker after after the Joker. What he did with the Joker, yeah. This is going to be and the, phenomenal. And, well, and Arkham Origins, Arkham he was—he uh, yeah, was Joker. It then. sounded
0: like you just said Ar- oranges. Ar- <laughs> Arkham Origins, <laughs> just a bag of oranges. <laughs> God damn, DC and their tie-ins, just, man. They got that shit on lockdown. Batman, <laughs> Arkham, <oranges>? fruit.
3: <laughs> damn you, produce. So, but Batman. yeah,
0: I, I mean, Far Cry for—for for every reason that anyone who played Far Cry Three is aware of. That is just that is at the top of my list. Three I, blew me away. Any any game that has the same sense of exploration as <laughs> as something like like Skyrim or something, but it's so Kongo much more it's so much more directed and it's so much more focused. It's not you just wander the wasteland for hours and hours and hours. There there are specific things that you can do, but at the same time, like. You can still wander around, kill some animals, you know, find some crypts and things like that. Yeah. Get your herbs. What would you
1: think of
3: Inside?
0: That's, that. I mean, it, that's where I come in,
1: is, like I said, I'm a little game kind of guy, so when I saw Ori, and it was Ori and something else, I don't remember what it was called, but let's just, for the benefit of the doubt, call it Ori, um, had a very beautiful, dark, uh, music-y tone that, that I loved in Limbo. And then Inside came out, and it was like... As soon as I saw Play Dead, I'm like, fuck It was like, this. <laughs> this is what I've been waiting for the last five years. Was yep. this... Is it Predecessor? You know, no, next it, level.
3: It's just, no, it's, it's not a sequel or right. anything. But I'm, I'm just saying, like, it's that next natural level. natural progression. Yeah, natural progression. You'll see, you hear me say that
1: a lot, too. Um, And those, I would say, if I could pick a couple games, it's... Um, Um, inside Ori, um, inside Ori, (laughs) Ori, inside, comma, inside, comma, um, the, um, Sunset Overdrive, and though I'm not, I haven't been a fan of Dead Rising since Dead Rising 1 when it was novel, and it was like, oh crap, look at all this crazy stuff I can do. Dead Rising 3 Alpha Ultimate Sexy Arcade Alpha Omega Edition.
3: And that's totally Cap- Capcom poking fun of themselves. And it
1: was, and it, that's great. And it looks, it looks phenomenal. That, that's what they need to they do. They need to poke fun of themselves more often. Yeah. The 30, 31st edition, you yeah, know, anniversary. I wish they would have put or, double, double Shock Edition yeah, Something, yeah. something. And it go, I say to myself, oh, that's a $15 arcade game. No, I've got to go out and buy the game. That's, that's fine. It's almost fine to me. Like, okay, so I'll go out, buy the game, and then buy this downloadable content, because I want to play that downloadable content. And of all the four games I just mentioned, they were all Microsoft's. And I recently jumped off the Microsoft ship. Um, but Microsoft really came, like, they came to play. They came to play. Um, and, I mean, they know quite, quite we, literally. We talked about last, last week that, Nintendo won last year, or not Nintendo, um, so, Sony. Sony won last year, but we forget that Xbox had a great conference. PlayStation just had a better conference. And how much of a sweetheart <sighs> is Phil Spencer...
3: <laughs> Come on, guys! <laughs> what just, a what a humble guy. There were there, all the
0: love. there were so many jokes between us on Twitter about Phil Spencer. It was I, it was. I want
3: funny. him to take me to the
0: zoo. <laughs> like, <laughs> the Phil Spencer to the zoo. He that was a hashtag. He, he, that he wouldn't happened.
2: have any time for his costume changes.
3: Um. Well, that's true. But as long as he wears a limbo <laughs> what are you shirt, talking about the
1: zoo? There's
0: bathrooms everywhere.
1: He's five. Spencer. We're not stopping
0: for him. <laughs> And I got another t-shirt in my back. You gotta
1: take Hot, another leak, Phil Spencer. Mm-hmm. If I would say that's my number one, my number two is I love Nintendo, which is what's crazy. Um, not investing. And then my number three was, and this, Brett's not gonna be a big fan of this, is Nintendo or <laughs> PlayStation TV. It's. A Vita? A Vita TV or yeah, whatever
0: it's called. TV? It's. <laughs> <laughs> it's Apple T V for the gamers. That's exactly what it is. It's I, Hulu, I, it's
1: it's it's Netflix. It, it's, they, I will look, say this, look at though. it this
0: way. The good version of Amazon's streaming apps box. Yeah. And yeah.
1: PlayStation with PlayStation
3: Now with a it hooked up to a controller. Can I talk about PlayStation now for a second since I don't have PS4 anymore? Yeah. Alright. I got I, to you. I I got into the
0: Yeah, you had that goddamn beta and then you traded
3: your system. What the I hell? hell I got into the beta. I told yeah, ja- you made me delete his account. I, I told <laughs> I told James a little bit about this. This, um, PlayStation now sucks. Well, you got, you're it in sucks. on the beta. I, I, I get, I'm not even talking about the game lineup or anything like that. Um, and I know that it, it is in beta form. Um, it's buggy. Talking um,
1: about the rental format.
3: The, well, the rental format, we don't know pricing yet. It's 1, 7, and 30 days. Yeah. Uh, the game lineup... I Admittedly, mean, you know it—it it, kind of sucks. I'm it like,
0: is what it is right now. But it as far as the,
3: I have a, I have a great internet connection. Mm-hmm. Great. I'm usually doing about five megabytes download speed peak times. I mean, it's not in any way, shape, or form a bad internet. Um, it took forever to load up the games. Um, it cut out. There was input lag. Um, PlayStation Now is definitely not the next big thing. If they perfect it eventually, but. Dude, American internet well, speeds are it, shitty. It's, mean, it's
0: meant to be a foot in the door. Yeah. That's the way that I've always seen it. And not to mention the fact that nothing that, comes out and is that next best thing. It's you got oh definitely work it out. exactly uh, especially si- when it's a first of its kind. Yeah, they, they uh, I'm so well, I'm sorry. My apologies on live. Uh, sorry,
3: <laughs> I will. I will say that it, it does have a lot of potential. Uh, the one thing, and I, I can get past it not looking, you know, exactly like a PS3 game. There was a little bit of. Um, there were, there was there was it looked a little bit weird. Um, the input lag is the input lag is we all just hand out beers to each other. Beers. We're, we're trying to do it quietly. Um, the input lag is what really got me, especially because they had racing games on there, platforming games, that kind of stuff, and that is the kind of stuff that needs precision. And not everybody's got you the You can't lag on those
1: no, kind of games. Not everybody. Like got, a fighting game where it's like two seconds later, you're
0: throwing that punch.
3: It was literally just like that. And even not just with the button presses, but with the analog sticks.
0: Uh, but but um, how many times do you see games that or, games or anything, any services that require a beta, how many times do you see them throw out the entirety of their server structure for a beta? The, true. Beta, the beta is meant to measure the effectiveness of the service and at the same time, you're kind of like putting a cap on like okay, this is the time when the most people were playing and things like that. So this is when we, when we need to put a, a larger uptick on on our server strength and things like that, you know they're they're measuring those things, but they're not putting the full weight out there. once the service actually begins and goes beyond beta and it's out there, then they're going to be like, fuck, guys. Come on, Gaikai. Kai. Get all that shit running. Come on, my, David Perry. Get my, a goddamn Earthworm Jim out here. Flip all these switches." <laughs> my,
3: my point in that is, I, I mean, I've got great internet. James, on the other hand, does not. I have you, terrible internet. You,
2: at you have, what, ATT? and I've and, got spectacular uh, uh, internet. Uh, you and I both uh, have. ATT,
0: and it's good. You and I both have Comcast. Yeah, right? I have Comcast.
3: You're doing, what, 25 megabits um, per second? That's about what I've got. It was lagging with me, and I am, I I've got a Vita, and I will play this. Um, you know, I'll, at least I'll definitely try it out. Mm-hmm. Um, if I can put The Last of Us on my Vita and get trophies for it, I mean that's absolutely phenomenal. Yes, there are trophies with PlayStation now. Um, all those games that I was playing, yes, I was earning trophies for. It boots to a PS3 menu, which is kind of funny.
1: Um, well, here's the thing. Like here's here what piqued my interest is. All the things we said about PlayStation Now, it's it's going to get fixed. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Well, PlayStation because Network they, was never really it, all that great. It, it, it's, they yeah, they it's just got
0: to boost in that boost. It's, it's going to get the attention, at least. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. It's going to get the so, attention. So, if you can say to yourself, okay, I have this sit-top box, much like the Apple TV, mm-hmm. and I if, you, you, if anyone in the world can come up to me and ask me about the Apple TV, and I've got nothing but good things to say about it, but mm-hmm. I'm an Apple fanboy. But I would even go as far science. as to say that Chrome TV is a great thing. Yes, science. it's a sit top, Hulu, Netflix. Um, <laughs> We're talking about Chromecast, Chromecast. The, one, the one that hooks in yeah. That USB. I think? Yeah, it's... and you can stream your Android phones to it. Um, so, so a game console coming out and saying, "Hey, here's this separate entertainment section. You can get your Hulu, your Netflix, your uh, your HBO Go that you're stealing from your mom." Um, <laughs> Or Joe's
0: mom. Hi, Joe's mom.
2: Sharing with um, you. They don't consider it stealing.
0: Um, do you guys realize this entire time that I have HBO Go? Yeah. You don't well, need to steal it for some no, rando's mom. So, give
1: me that. So do I, but, but I love Joe's mom. Hi, Joe's mom. Um, is that it's someone thinking beyond? It doesn't. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> beyond YouTube, Brett. Right? Um, that. uh... That we're gonna get sued. This is this is the last episode. <laughs> Goodbye, everyone. Uh, we're so sorry, Greggy. Is that it was just exciting that for the casual gamer who still wants this this reach into the the console entertainment world has that mm-hmm. and the idea that you can play PlayStation now on it with a DualShock controller. It's got a memory card for your PS3 games. You can. Potentially stream Vita games to it. Eventually, I don't know if that's where we're going. It's right actually now. got a
3: port for your physical Vita games. Certain yeah. games will play with it. Certain games won't. It's just the simple fact that some of those, some of those Vita games, like Uncharted, Golden Abyss, you have to scratch the touch
1: screen that yeah. kind of stuff. But and I would, that's I would huge. go as far as to that's say huge. that. And we, we kind of talked about this in the beginning. Is I can already tell that I am going to sound like a monster on this podcast. Um, I am kind of I am kind of low on out. Um, is that in a in, a, in a, I'm using air quotes in a down year of E3, and this is kind of the segue to the next don't, part. Don't
0: do that. No air quotes. <laughs>
1: I've, this is, I've been air this quote, is an audio format. I've been air quoting the entire time. <laughs> air quote, air quote, air quote. Um, is that it was a spectacular E3. We didn't get any console releases. We didn't get any um, new hardware releases. It was strictly games, 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 games. PlayStation came out with the PlayStation TV. It's um, well, just on it, VR, too. That's been out in Japan for a while, yeah. too. But it was... But for being a down year, it was such a spectacular E3. Like... Mm-hmm. And if... And game companies need to continue down this path of we don't need to keep wowing them we need to we need to know that they're smart enough to be wowed by what show them what yeah show them why they bought their I,
0: I think instead of the dramatic peaks and valleys those those can be fun and it helps you appreciate those peaks even more but I think more people would would rather opt for consistency. Oh, definitely. Then you know. Oh, sorry, guys. This year we've got We Fit Two Plus. God yeah. damn it,
1: Nintendo! <laughs> and that's, and and that's the thing is like we're we so tired of saying someone telling telling us they messed up and going to the new thing. Sure. Let's just fix what we have. Oh, definitely. Yeah. There
3: was. I mean, aside from Pokemon and Smash Brothers for three DS, that's that thing was almost all Wii U. Yeah. And that is exactly what and they Xbox needed.
1: was
0: all Xbox One.
3: Oh yeah, you didn't hear a damn thing about 360, PS3, any of that
0: crap. Well, 360 was tacked onto almost all that stuff. Almost all of those releases are still coming out for 360. True, but they were, but, but they it's something to where like they they realize that they are behind right now, and so all what they need to talk about is the Xbox One. Well, and so even just, if those games were coming out for 360, they still what they emphasized was Xbox.
3: Well, they have to emphasize that stuff. People sure. just dropped a lot of money on these new consoles. And, and if it were to, show to go people back at all,
1: it would piss that fan yeah, off. Yeah,
3: exactly. If if they had even But you know, at 10 the same minutes, time,
1: they're still they're still contributing to the, the past gen. But, but they're not talking but about But they're satiating their new fan. I understand that. I'm if not they mad had about even
3: that. spent ten minutes talking about the three sixty, I mean that would have been just terrible. Yeah. But the reason being, I mean, people bought uh, they they just bought a five hundred dollar Xbox three sixty. They just spent five hundred or four hundred dollars on on a PS4. If you go back and talk about those old systems, yeah, you're you're talking to those old fans and all that stuff. But you need to focus on those people that have just bought your system, and that's exactly what all three of them did. Yeah,
1: absolutely. That, and that was phenomenal. I didn't even hear stuff about 3ds.
3: No, and that's that's exactly what I just said. Like Nintendo has been so into the 3ds, and you know, I get they're selling. They've got like forty million consoles out there with that. <laughs> But Wii U needs the games, and they, they attacked it. Xbox 360 needs game, or I'm sorry, Xbox One needs the games. They went after it
1: with that. PS4 needs games. If you hear any burps on this podcast, it's Congo. <laughs>
3: uh, I'm not ashamed of that. The, one of the reasons why I, I gave James my PS4 is there, I mean, there were there are a lot of games coming out for it down the line that I really want, but there weren't a lot of games out now that I want. You know mm-hmm. what
1: I mean? And they're, I, uh, they're
3: really attacking those.
1: I know this guy, and they're really attacking the game front. And he bought a Wii U, and he traded that in for a PlayStation Four, <laughs> and then he traded yeah. that PlayStation Four in for a Wii U I, t- and I,
3: I will say that I totally regret it. He's a real fickle bitch. My, when I, I've been, I've been doing stuff like that for years. Yeah, I, I don't, I, know. I don't make, a, know. I don't. Well, the reason for me, I don't make a lot of money, and when I you wanna, have the fun
1: things with other things,
3: when I have, yeah, exactly. I sold my Wii U, and, and everybody here knows how much I love my Wii U. I, I love my Wii U a lot.
2: It pained me to take it from you.
3: Yeah, it was... I, I, I did not want to sell my Wii U to get the PS4. I really wanted that PS4, though. I regretted getting the PS4, and there were a lot of games on it that I really liked. Outlast, Infamous, Wolfenstein was phenomenal, but past that, pass. You know what I mean? It, it's, at least not at this point in time. And with that man getting knocked back to 2015, that was... I'm the final nail.
1: I've got a question because we can talk about this for the next two hours. Is did anyone actually ever watch E3 live before G4? Um, no. I will. S- the the two thousand 2000- says
3: no. The two thousand four when <laughs> I watched that, but I honestly I can't remember where I watched that.
1: I can't either. I think I saw it afterwards on the internet. The internet. Yeah. yeah.
2: In two thousand and four. Yeah. Jesus. We Boy, have yeah, the internet. The... Uh, I didn't streaming
1: and things we like that. We tied onions were so to our garbage. belt. Seeing that was the fashion at the time. <laughs> you made a um,
0: out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. Um, I, I think it's 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 fair to say that we all had a, a pretty positive reaction to E three this year. Oh well, heck yeah. But beyond this year beyond. is the big question mark. Because games market still healthy, still thriving. I mean, like never before. There, there are so many new dollars coming into it, blah blah blah. Jesus Christ, I sound like a stockholder. It's the, um, it's the fastest but,
3: growing medium in entertainment. Absolutely. But, Thank you, Phil uh, Spencer.
0: But the thing is, I'm serious. It's you she know, sure, bought sure us, comics, movies, and things like that have they they have Comic Con. He's at the rent They my do they do it. have these big conventions. But is E3 really the flagship for the future of games considering look at it this way yes in, in the past, Maybe in th- think about in the past five years. Think about the presence of indie games five years ago on the console market, and think about where they are now. Don't get me wrong; I love indie games, but no one gives a fuck about indie games. No one is gonna say, I'm gonna... "That's where I'm putting on I
1: love, I love indie games. I love indie movies. I love the Indianapolis Colts. But, but, I'm, like... but, but what I'm saying, <laughs> what I'm saying is,
0: is not just the games Indy themselves, <laughs> but, but the the conventions that Indiana? they are represented at. Jones. You, you, you have to think about the the experience that they provide the attendees. You have to think about, like, if someone goes to E3, you're standing in a line for an hour and a half, two hours to play, to, you know, 15 minutes of fucking the new Smash Brothers. Well, but whereas, like, if you go to something like IndyCon, if you go to something like... Gamescom, if you go to something like PAX, if you go to something like GDC, you have so many opportunities. Here's the
1: thing. There's the... E three is always going to be the summer blockbuster of video games. Sure, and if you want to find something smaller than that, you have to find that in the packs. And then, and,
0: and, and when I say but, smaller, but, I mean, I mean
1: just it, little smaller. But, but I'm I
0: mean, saying, is it going to sustain that notoriety?
1: Yes, because it can. It will be the in, it will be
0: the summer blockbuster. But the thing is, hardly hardly any of it was broadcast on television this year. There was that morning. And it's, now, and then it's been, like, little pockets here and there of Jeff Keighley and other people, you know, showing demos and things no, like that. But it hasn't had the presence because it wasn't getting I, the ratings I, I, I don't I before.
1: don't give a fuck about television.
0: And neither does anyone else our age. No. Everything's I mean, it, on
1: the it, Internet. It, it, and I think that's, that's what, where we watch our TV. That's where we watch our movies. That's where we play our games. Well,
3: look at Nintendo Direct. I mean, they realize that it might save them a little bit of cash to not go to E3 because E3 might not be as big as it used to be. So they saved a little bit of cash, put out a pre-rendered video, and this year, dude, it was phenomenal. Nate, I mean, I think Nate hit the nail on the head. I mean, we are
1: a internet-based culture. I don't turn we, on my TV unless it's to stream something from my phone from the internet. Exactly. We but can this, get that stuff online. They
0: have those people, though. See, this, this is where it is a parallel to wrestling. wrestling. Those game companies, beyond that first beyond. spike, don't give much of a fuck. <laughs> about selling hardware to hardcore gamers because they already have it. Just like WWE doesn't appeal to Smarks because they're they're the ones that are going to keep coming back. Well, here's the they're thing. the ones that had their taste at 8 and have been hooked ever since and are going to keep coming back for more because they're addicts. It's the same thing Trim. with gamers when it comes to that. I, I What I'm talking about when it comes to the TV presence and things like that, they're, the reason that they buy Super Bowl ads isn't to appeal to us. It's to appeal to our aunts and uncles or our cousins and people like that. That's why I'm talking about them having a TV presence, so they can have a, a mass media presence. That's why companies like USA Today and Time and people like that attend that. See, Nintendo can afford to not necessarily care about having a presence there because if they say, hey, there's going to be a new Zelda game, all, they have that name recognition to where all that they have to print and on say, in yeah. USA Today is... Hey, guess what? There's going to be a new Zelda game. Here's a couple uh, sound bites from Miyamoto.
1: That's what I said yesterday, is Nintendo is fine until Brett dies. Until <laughs> until the 29, 30 year old and and thirty years,
0: I don't know, but you you got well, to saying that's like, where
3: my that's where my son comes into play. There are there's some there's some
0: real bizarre people in this world that have such an affection for the Wii because the, there were so many people. Yeah, it's weird. It's, yeah, weird, <laughs> it's so weird. The Wii had but, a pretty
3: hardcore fan base,
0: but but the thing is, it's yeah, what, just like the GameCube. What what, exactly. it, what it all comes down to is. What it all well, comes down which, to... Uh, no, don't even... Dude, I was about to start da, 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 singing some goddamn da, 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 Isley Brothers. I don't even want to I hear was it. doing
1: Alanis Morissette.
0: No. I was going to say, oh... I, I'm not even going to... a good thing I sing so poorly it's or we would have got bitch. sued, by the way. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, On this one side, you you have, of course, the, the big blockbuster event that has that huge spike when all these press conferences air. That's when all these sites get all this traffic. But there's not necessarily much of a long tail to it. But, but that's one event. You have the whole rest of the year, all these other events that provide so much more personal, hands-on experiences at other areas of the country outside of that closed-in coastal community. And, you, I mean, it's something to where people in Boston can go to it. People in Washington can go to it. People in Chicago. Well, all, all these Trent, different Trent, areas. And, and I'm saying, Trent. like, you have to think about... How much more appeal that brings to people in that long tail than just this one well, event.
1: You got to think of it like this. Would you ever say is Wiz- WizCon Chicago ever going to surpass Comic-Con? Hell no. And you can't say the same thing about E3 the thing. and
0: PAX. You can't but,
1: say the same thing about See,
0: okay. The Gamescon. The difference between Comic-Con. If Comic-Con had stuck to its roots, Just like E3. E3 doesn't talk about movies. E3 is games. Comic-Con is not comics. (laughs) Comic-Con is not, check out all these comics we got. You want to see Angry Joe with his copy of X-Men 32 that's up, you know, overpriced by $200? No. What they're, what they have appeal for now is movie trailers, movie reveals, TV shows, things like that. They've gone outside of their original cocoon. And you're Whereas saying E3 e- hasn't evolved. E3 hasn't. That's what I'm saying. So what you're saying, still
1: the same. what you're saying is they need to evolve or perish. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I will say this, though, about Something game conferences like and all that. Especially this year, I almost skipped the
1: Sony conference. And I almost wish I had. It's, I did for Orange is the New Black, which is fantastic.
3: It's uh, it's a lot easier for me, especially I mean in this day and age because everything goes on the Internet so damn quick if i had skipped that i think i would have been a lot better off cuz i can just go to ign and just kind of pick the news that i want and just watch it right i mean that's there. the thing is
1: that's what i'm trying to say to trent is we don't we and even people younger than us maybe well i'm not talking about our aunts or uncles or grandparents who i'm not really even talking about in video games <laughs> um, they have game they've got ipads they've got android devices they've got iPhones they've got streaming they've got macbooks and laptops
0: and netbooks and and i don't disagree with So that. i think tv we, isn't really is the most irrelevant thing it's not the end-all be-all and i never said that it was i mean it's to the point now but, where, i mean nintendo didn't even need to air their press conference and i'm not saying that was a bad idea i'm sure they saved a shitload of money not renting out the codex it wasn't even a press conference i
3: mean and they've been a the nintendo
0: direct is still a press what, conference what, no it's I mean, not come on
3: there, what is it There's no press there. There's there's yeah. no press Who, Who's there. it
0: for? Who's it for? For the fans. For the fans. It's directly, the, call. Directly that's to the it's fans. That's why it's called Directs. So so that is that is the only way that words gonna get No. People are still Do going I say to that's go to people way? people are still going to go to sites to see the news. They're yes, not gonna watch not, the whole fucking a, thing. It's not a press conference.
1: It's, it's, we're, we guys, we're arguing semantics now. It's not really, yeah, that's, we, <laughs> we they don't been, need to but do But they're these. slowly
3: trickling wow. things out throughout the week. <laughs> I mean, they're, I think they understand, it, I, th- I think they also have their finger on the pulse more than we think that they do, but they're, they're putting things out throughout yeah. the,
0: they're Don't be that guy. You're giving them way (laughs) too much credit. No. Like, some of this shit's accidental. It's not all, like, super, super deliberate. I think that's kind of a fault with them, because, like, they had that information spike with their first Nintendo Direct, but to not, like, to hold out reveals for throughout the week, like... People are going to lose interest by what? Friday. Like, Not come on, sailing. motherfuckers. Like, put that shit out there. What are Wh- you waiting
3: for? Why blow your entire load at that one thing?
2: Because it feels so good. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, noise.
0: dude. Well, I mean, look. Okay, can we just say Nintendo is the sting of video games? <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't you say a bad word about Man <laughs> an oh, Anyway. So- that's I, I mean trickle. Well, we'll we'll bring it. We'll circle it back around. Butterfly. Um, I I think that these conferences, the you know the the expansion of that benefits everyone. Just like competition in the console space benefits everyone. Having more conferences does as well. I mean, not only does it it give you a more one on one intimate experience with those developers. You know, you have conferences like. Gamer X, that is m- so much more inclusive to a section of the gaming community that is so often pushed aside and forgotten. Gamer X, G A Y M E R X. Got you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you're, you're giving me this quizzical look like I have no fucking clue what you're talking like, what about. What the fuck, is um, Gamer X? But that's I, I mean because of of people realizing that you know you know what if we want this. If we want to be included in this conversation, we're going to have to do it ourselves. And, and people taking that initiative really just broadens the experience for everyone. And that's, that's where you get PAX and things like that. The PAX didn't come from some gigantic corporation. It came from a company that built itself from the ground up, made a lot of money, and then decided we're going to do these conventions. They made, you know, triplicate that.
1: I'd like to make one more point
0: and I would say that we have run uh, over way too
1: long like we're going to do every single week. Um until we get better at this is that back to my point of blockbuster versus indie is you're not going to get the PlayStation 5 announcement at PAX. You're going to get it at E3.
0: I I think it's going to get to the point where it's not even necessarily we're all going to Nintendo. I, I think it was not e- even that. Nintendo. E3 will the things of that ilk eventually will become irrelevant. And what I'm saying is that people are going to look for something different than... Grandstanding on a public stage, because people aren't always gonna get information in the same ways. That, I agree with you. 100%. I, I was never in disagreement with you. I nope. was saying, when they're airing it on TV, no they're trying one, to reach a specific no one is gonna get but, sick
1: of grandstanding on a grand stage. Well, PS4
3: and, three, and the Xbox I mean, One the weren't even revealed at a, at a conference. I mean, it was their own, it was their own exactly. thing. Exactly. The people. And, that, exactly and that's exactly what Nintendo was
0: doing. And that's what I'm saying, like, in terms of... I think next year it's all gonna be on Nintendo. <laughs> I think we out can
3: see three being phased out completely in the next. Yeah.
0: I'd say three, and, years. and, that, and, and that's, that's why I'm saying the, the conference experience is going to be something different. It's a novel future. It's going to be something that gives you that.
1: So Brett thinks it's going to be gone. Trent thinks it's going to be Comic
0: Con. I also to evolve said evolve into something. I don't, I don't necessarily. I, said that, that. I, I never I said, said that it was going to be Comic Con. I said it's going to be more face to face. Yeah.
1: Because Uh, because it's going to be smaller Because it's going to be
0: (laughs) We would like to play It's it's going to be more granular and more focused (laughs) You're going to be able to look at Rami Ishmael You know, head of Vlambeer Who just made Luftrausers And you're going to say, hey man, I thought this about this game And there's going to be three people in line behind you Trent, you're a fucking nerd (laughs) (laughs) The game came out for PS3, motherfucker I like it's some crazy shit buried in the store You are a fucking nerd Oh my god (laughs) Regardless, I that, would go to the game store and I have no idea what I, th- I think that that's what I want I wasn't from attention. games. I, I start tuning, and I think that's what people will eventually look for from the these conference experiences. James,
2: I think that. It do you is, have any
0: final thoughts? It
2: is going to evolve, and it's probably going to be phased out, like Brett said. But I said it's that going to be, reason, be yeah. into another conference which i think will be the video game awards cuz they get a bigger tv presence tonight. oh I those are true. the
3: worst oh spy tv saying oh. after last year i'm surprised they're even talking about holy that, shit
0: yeah. they've been garbage for years guys can we all agree on that please The worst but it um, gets TV whoever cards. is well, writing those fucking they, jokes needs to i'm either would would rather number 2
3: they have <laughs> i mean they got the reveal for uncharted 2 i think they also got the reveal for no man's for, sky um, no man's yeah no man's sky Mm-hmm. Um, Batman Arkham Asylum and possibly In City.
0: and um,
3: So I think that that might evolve too, but that that that's also not tech- not technically a press conference. It's not even really an award show. Yeah, just, there's and, no.
0: Correct me if I'm wrong. Wasn't it a national TV experience?
2: That's what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> but. <laughs> At the same time, I don't know if you guys can see this,
2: but Trent's being a dick.
3: <laughs> well, I'm going to agree with Nate a little bit on that. I mean, that was probably the thing a few years ago. Not oh, necessarily sure. the thing now.
0: It's getting outdated. It's There's no question. It's getting very outdated. Now, I don't mind. I mean, Jeff you don't Game even have TV. to have a TV to watch
1: football anymore, which is the most TV-driven <laughs> thing of all time. Since
0: poor guys, I, I think we're getting to the point where we're all <laughs> consuming on, alcohol and we don't know when to <laughs> stop with this. So, we're going to go ahead and stops. Uh, we're going to bring some closure to this podcast. Uh, I didn't even talk about To something. whoever. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. What do you mean you didn't talk about To that? whoever tuned in last week, thank you very much. Please be patient with us. All six we're of figuring you. this out, uh, we're trying a new format. Um, We're going to tweak it week to week, and then hopefully we're going to find something we can all force settle on. And we're going to get better at this, guys, I can promise you. (laughs) Thank you very much for tuning in this week to Gamer Wars. We'll see you next time.